0: Hi and welcome to cash cow the show where we talk about finance accounting investment facts and figures join me as we travel through the big world of finance one step at a time hello everybody and welcome to cash cow once again my name is dharmaraj and today's episode is the fantastic foursome of finance the financial statements part 2 so Let's get right into it. We've talked about the P&L or the income statement as it is otherwise known as. We've looked at revenues, expenses and how you can tell a company's profit and loss. We've talked about the balance sheet. We've understood the meat and bones behind the accounting equation, assets equals liabilities plus equity. Now let's look at the third financial statement, the statement of cash flows. So this is a favorite among many people, the statement of cash flows and I'll tell you why. So this captures the amount of cash or cash equivalent that goes in and out of a company Uh, and I'm sure you've heard of companies uh, for example that have that especially just starting out that even though they are raking in the profits on a P&L they are doing badly in terms of cash or they managed to go under or even close down Uh, and one possible reason for this is bad cash flow management But you might be thinking how can a company making profits on the P&L but have bad cash flow. Well, if you remember a little tidbit from the part that we did in the first episode but when we were discussing the P&L, we mentioned accrual accounting which was actually um, a way to recognize revenue and expenses when they're incurred and not when cash changes hands. I gave the example in the first episode about the window repairman who would repair windows and send an invoice to his client and recognize the revenue when the invoice was sent. Now, if he does that for 100 people and none of them pays him, he would probably go bankrupt or his company would close down because there's no extra cash but his revenues would be sky high for the month or for the year that is a simple example of cash flow and the gap between accrual accounting and cash flow so now let's explore this further in the cash flow statement there are two ways to prepare it there's the direct method and there's the indirect method so let's um, understand this but first before we go into that let's break the three parts of the cash flow statement number one is the cash from operating activities number two is the cash from investing activities and number three is the cash from financing activities so let's go into that one by one the first part operating activities now this is generally speaking the cash flow that is coming from actual operations of a business for example i mean in the process of selling services and products for example payments from your clients payment to your vendors your dividends received from any companies you own, your subsidiaries, your income tax tax payments, excuse me uh, and interest payments all these are under cash from operating activities now you remember the direct and indirect methods that we mentioned earlier the difference in the cash flow statement using these two methods is actually drawn from the cash from operating operating activities now using the indirect method the, the adjustments made to make, take into account depreciation, amortization, and other kinds of non-cash gains or losses. Uh, but to be um, to be transparent uh, and to be uh, for understanding, generally speaking, the is, uh, it, the usage of the direct method is super rare, and the usage of the indirect method is the one that is generally used. I've uh, I personally I've never seen. Uh, a company that uses a direct method to prepare the cash flow statement now the indirect method like I said is taking to a depreciation while the direct method does not that is the key difference and that is how um, the cash flow from operating expenses is split uh, sorry like operating activities is split so let's go to the next part cash flow from investing activities now these are purchases and sales the cash flow generated from the purchases and sales of assets such as intangibles or PPE. Uh, loans made or received, investment in securities such as stocks and bonds, and perhaps even mergers and acquisitions. Now, uh, you can tell from a positive, if this part of the cash flow statement is positive, that an entity is probably divesting or selling off its assets, well, usually you would expect a negative cash flow in this portion because it will mean the company is either expanding or growing Or you know just maintaining its um, assets You know you have to replace the assets every few years So you'll have a negative flow in this part of the cash flow statement Now the third part of the cash flow statement Is the cash flow from financing activities What's the difference between investing and financing? Financing is things that affect the equity um, Such for example <coughs> Excuse me Uh, For example, the uh, repayments of loans or dividends paid are included here. Uh, Even stock buybacks are included in financing activities and not investing because those affect the equity part of the um, accounting equation. Whereas the investing, like I mentioned earlier, you buy assets, you sell off your assets, it's all the asset part. Now. Those are the three parts of the cash flow statement but the, the most important part is what can you tell from the information that you've garnered from the cash flow statement what can you tell now one thing you need to remember is cash flow, cash is king right cash cash is king and cash flow is queen that is a very important statement because like i mentioned earlier you can have 100 million dollars of revenue recorded in your PL, but as long as you don't have any cash it doesn't account for much you can still go under so the cfs the cash flow statement will always be of incredible importance whenever you're analyzing any company the cash flow statement will be always important now from a cash flow statement you can tell how a company is doing how well the company is doing in terms of cash from operations how a company invests in cash uh, invests its capex how dividends flow in and out of the company in cash terms and one very important metric that comes to mind that can be taken from the cash flow statement is free cash flow now, free cash flow is uh, you'll hear this a lot in investors reports and uh, AGMs and all this free cash flow essentially means what um, the company the cash that the company has to spend either to give out as dividends or to reinvest in the business so this is cash this is potential in terms of cash you know the simplest terms <clears throat> Now. The way to calculate it is you take the cash flow from operating activities, you add back interest expenses from the PL and you deduct CAPEX from the you know, investing activities. But the formula doesn't really matter right now, you can look it up online anywhere. What matters is the concept, free cash flow is potential, whether you have it for growth and you know, smaller companies would want to grow their business, uh, emerging markets would want to grow their business, whereas more stable companies, more monopoli- um, monopolies uh, would want to pay off dividends and that's how you can tell what the company will do with the free cash flow. Alright, so we have talked about the cash flow statement now. The next and final statement is the statement of changes in equity. This is also known as the statement of retained earnings by the way. Now to be honest, it, this is an often overlooked statement by investors because there are a lot of important information that can be gathered from here can also be gathered from the other financial statements. Now. That is true, but this displays the information in an, another way, where you can garner a different kind of experience reading it. Let me and let me explain what I mean by that. You can look at the changes statement of changes in equity, um, and you can know two things. The first thing is the changes that affect the company's share capital, and the second is changes that affect the company's retained earnings. Now, retained earnings is a very important uh, term. It it is like cash flow, free cash flow, but it, it represents the um, the money that uh, sorry the net income that is left over after paying off all the dividends. So you take basically your net income and then you less off all your dividends, and whatever you have left will be your retained earnings. Now, from here you can also tell the potential of a company, whether it's um, you know going to grow or whether it's going to pay off in dividends, and that depends on the industry that it's in. You can also you know calculate something called the retention ratio otherwise known as the plowback ratio but i for the life of me i can't tell why it's called the plowback ratio perhaps it's money plowed back into the business but it's the re- ratio of retained earnings and uh, that is being paid out and i mean it's the ratio that of the re- earnings that are retained instead of being paid out as dividends so you can tell okay how much is the company keeping and looking to reinvest into the business and how much is it giving out back to the shareholders? And from there, you can tell growth uh, and potential for growth. Now, there are a lot of uh, minor things that we can touch and we can go into depth and detail. But I'm going to go into that in future episodes. For now, let's just touch on the surface and structure of the cash flow statement and the changes, the statement of changes in equity. So I've given all I uh, all the information on that. And I would suggest strongly that you go into a public company's annual report and look at the financial statements there and try to understand what kind of picture can you paint from the information that you've gotten from the financial statement. Look at the financial statements, look at the notes at the bottom, see if you can paint a little picture. And look at big companies, look at uh, companies that are very, um, you know, uh, that are are huge like Nestle. Look at companies that are very small. Then you can tell different kind of stories from this. Now uh, that's all I have for this episode. I thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you have any thoughts, any comments, do drop a comment where you're listening to this podcast, or send me a message from Cash Cow. We wish you good night.